I'm Charlotte from Troop 147, and you're listening to GSNI's Friendship Circle. Welcome to the GSNI Friendship Circle, hosted by Jill Hauser and Emily Lenore. I'm here with Emily doing our episode eight announcements for the end of 2022. Can you believe it, Emily? No, I can't I know. believe it's the end of the year. <laughs> that went really, really fast. I don't know if it's because of COVID, you know, that now we're out doing things and kind of living our lives again, that it went so much faster. Yeah. And the year before it just sort of dragged, I think. Here we are with episode eight. December 2022 announcement. Holiday wish list. When you visit the GSNI stores in December, ask for one of our new holiday wish lists for your favorite Girl Scout, youth, and adult to record their gift ideas. Wander around the store to see everything we're offering and jot down your favorites. What a wonderful way for our members to share what they really want for the holidays. Take it away, Emily. GSNI's Volunteer Spotlight for November 2022 has been awarded to Melanie Olson. You'll be shocked at the breakfast time surprise she, her co-leaders, and the troop parents pulled off for their Girl Scouts. She says they still talk about it years later and can't wait for it to happen again. And you can read all about it on our blog. Summer Camp 2023 registration is open. It's, that's another thing that's kind of hard to believe. We're already talking about next summer. Summer is just around the corner. Plan for an adventure at your Girl Scout Happy Place, GSNI Summer Camp. This summer, GSNI is offering summer camp opportunities at both Camp Dean and Camp McCormick. Join us for overnight camps, day camps, adventure camps, troop camps, and more. Camp information is now available on the GSNI summer camp webpage which you can find through our activities page on our website summer camp registration is now open have the volunteers in your service unit done amazing things this past year if so it's time to applaud them with special recognition gsni's annual recognition nominations open on january 3rd 2023 start your list of nominees today all online nominations will be active on our GSNI recognition page. Nominations close on February 1st of 2023 at 11.59 p.m. So don't wait until the last minute to submit your nominations. And would you like to join the recognition committee this year? GSNI's recognition committee welcomes all service unit recognition chairs to join the council committee. If you're interested or would like more information, you can contact customer care with recognition committee in the subject line. Great. Hey, we are going to Disney World and you can too. Mm. Have you been to Disney World? No. Have you? Oh, okay. <laughs> we're we're going to Disney World and you can too. Cadets, seniors, and ambassadors are invited to our cons- council sponsored trip to Girl Scouts National Council Session and Phenomenon at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida from July 16th to July 23rd, 2023. 
Enjoy entertainment from Girl Scout songs to inspired speakers and fun extras. Costs are estimated are $2,855 per girl and $2,880 for an adult with a non-refundable deposit of $200 due by January 3rd, 2023. The trip includes airfare, transfers, GSUSA events, hotel stay, various theme park tickets, food, and participation in the National Bridging Ceremony. Financial assistance may be available. Participants must be entering sixth grade in the fall of 2023 or older. Trip registration is open on ActiveNet. So you can get to ActiveNet through our website. You have a graduating Girl Scout senior looking for scholarship funds for college or trade school. Each year, through an application and interview process, GSNI awards scholarships to registered graduating Girl Scouts who have been actively involved in Girl Scouting during their high school years. Information about our scholarships and how to apply can be found on our website, and the applications are due on January 13th, 2023. Our winter programs are open. Registration is open for winter programs through February 2023. Check out all the some more fun activities we have to offer. That is through the website, and you can find that on our activities tab. You want a great Girl Scout gift? How about a Girl Scout summer camp? Our summer camp registration opened December 1st, and it's a perfect gift for birthdays, winter holidays, or any celebration. You will have the option to let us know if you want your Girl Scout to receive a special camp welcome letter from Potato, our camp mascot, to present to the camper on their special day. Oh, this, this sounds like fun. I heard about this. Trivia night. Do you love 80s and 90s pop culture? Mark your calendars for GSNI's first trivia night. Grab your friends and join us for cocktails, appetizers, and of course, trivia about two totally tubular decades. Save the date for Thursday, March 16th, 2023 at the Barrington White House. It's going to be rad. Questions, you can contact our philanthropy department at fd at girlscoutsni.org. Yeah. GSNI reintroduced required training for troop volunteers this year to align with all requirements for the volunteer Girl Scout ratios. All troop volunteers must complete the 415 Learn the Basics Troop Volunteer Learning Path within two weeks of receiving their welcome letter. This learning path takes approximately one and a half hours to complete. And please encourage all new troop volunteers to log on to GS Learn and complete their training. Creating your ActiveNet account. So ActiveNet, for those who don't know, ActiveNet is uh, where you actually register for our scheduled events. Uh, so if there's any application fees or you just have to reserve, that's we do that through ActiveNet. That's available through our website. So, But if you need help with ActiveNet and you're having trouble with a reservation, we have created how-to guides to assist you. You can find all the guides on our website under ActiveNet How-To Guides. We have updated the Troop Camp Guide. You can find the updated version under the Camp tab on our website. Giving to GSNI, thank you for all who participated in our first ever online auction. We are so grateful for all of the businesses and organizations that donated items and experiences. We'd love to hear your feedback on the auction. If you have a thought, please share them with us at our email address, fd at girlscoutsni.org. We are also thankful for everyone who supported GSNI's 
during Giving Tuesday on November 29th. Check out our January newsletter to find out how much we raise to prepare for the next generation of leaders. With cold and snowy weather comes a need to stay warm, and GSNI is here to help. Check out our warm weather gear, including sweaters, sweatshirts, fleece wear, scarves, mittens, blankets, and more. These make great gifts, and they're available in our stores and online. Volunteer Essentials is now updated on GSNI's website and in PDF form. We encourage all volunteers and leaders to download and review the new version of Volunteer Essentials to ensure you are up to date on all policies and procedures from GSUSA and GSNI. So that is also found on our website. So yeah, that's it. So happy holidays to you, Emily. Yes, happy holidays. Hey, so here is how you can contact us. You can send us an audio recording. It's easy. Just visit our podcast website. You can reach it at bit.ly forward slash GSNI podcast. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash G-S-N-I P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And look for the message button. Click it and get ready to record. We might even use it on the air. If you're not sure what to say, just try saying your first name and your troop number. You can say, we're listening to the GSNI Friendship Circle. Try it as a whole group. We can't wait to hear from you. You can also email us at podcast at girlscoutsni.org or call our customer care line is 1-844-476-4463 to discover more information about our activities, camp, how to join or renew your membership, visit our website at www.girlscoutsni.org for your daily details and updates about GSNI. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks. And here's Emily, who caught up with one of our cadets, Lucy, at an event this past fall. Lucy gives us a recap of her adventures with Girl Scouts and her accomplishments achieving the Bronze Award and some thoughts she has on working toward her Silver Award. I'm Lucy Berry and I am a cadet. Okay, and how many years have you been a Girl Scout for? I've been a Girl Scout since my first year of Daisies. Cool. What's your like favorite activity to do for Girl Scouts? I like doing tomahawks and I like doing air rifles. Did you do those today? Did you have <laughs> a lot of fun doing those? Yeah. That's cool. Is your troop doing any other events this year that you're excited for? Um, not that I know of, but we are doing our silver award that I'm That's excited for. We don't know what we're doing yet, but we're going to be cool. doing our silver award. Did you earn your bronze? or? Yeah, we earned um, our bronze. We did. Bees. We monitored bees and took pictures of them and sent them off to an app that um, scientists used to help study bees. That's really neat. Do you have any ideas for what you want to do for silver or just kind of... Well, I'm looking for ideas. Um, I asked the ranger and there might be like some solar activity or something. There's also no trees at my school so mm -hmm. I was thinking of doing that. That would be really nice. Yeah. 
Coming up next is our interview with Dr. Carrie Rockwell, our CEO. Carrie shares some of her personal journey to our Girl Scout Council, as well as some short-term and long-term goals she has for GSNI. So we are here today with uh, our new, well, not so new anymore, our CEO of the council of our Northern Illinois Girl Scout Council, Carrie Rockwell. So welcome, Carrie, to our little podcast, The Friendship Circle. Thank you. Glad to be here. So we're going to do just a, a, some chatting about your experience. Um, and I know that you have a Girl Scout background. You were involved in Girl Scouts before you came to us, and you were also heavily involved in education as a superintendent, I believe. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. It's a great background to bring to our council. A lot of parallels there. Can you first tell me how you came to hear about the position? Sure. Um I have a friend that uh, received the recruitment flyer and shared it with me. And really, it, it coincided with a lot of uh, my goals and kind of aspirations within the world of education. Uh, I had uh, just around that time uh, written a grant based on girls in certain sectors of, of the educational environment that we're not receiving uh, the services that, that they needed. One area in particular was STEM. Another area in particular was after-school programming to keep girls in a safe and educational environment for working families or families that needed extended day support. And when I read the, the position vacancy and thought about all of these things that I had just recently been writing about and hoping for, for, for girls in the area that I lived in at that point... I just realized how much the two worlds of Girl Scouts and education meshed. And I've raised two daughters. They're both in college. And I know the world that I faced as a young woman and, and then in my career over the past 20 years. And uh, I guess I, it, was a great, it was a great opportunity to pair both my, my personal and my professional aspirations together one position. So here I am. Great. Yeah. That I can see again, I can see the parallels that, that that would be. What was the demographic of the area that you came? We had 1000 students, four buildings. Uh, one building was a K2. The next building was a three, five. Then we had a six, eight middle school and a nine, 12 high school. So you were, you were former Girl Scout, is that right? Yes. Okay. That's and correct. then your daughters were involved in Girl Scouts as well. They were not actually. I, so I come from a military family. My husband was active duty. I think that was actually one of the background pieces that I thought a lot about as I applied for and interviewed for this position was kind of my, my history as a mom and as a school principal and then school superintendent and, and really what I was able to do for my own girls on extracurricular level. They missed out on a lot of things because of my career choices. And then also because of my husband's back-to-back -back deployments, he was deployed seven times in a 15-year period. I really regretted the fact that they missed out on Girl Scouts. As I was preparing to interview for the position and then researching GSNI and Girl Scouts USA, I shared a lot of my experiences with my daughters and they weren't real thrilled with me either that they had missed out. So actually my younger daughter, who is a junior in college, is really interested in learning more about potential of, of campus Girl Scouts. But yeah, that, you know, that's something that I obviously can't go back and change as a mom. I do mm -hmm. regret it, but I think that has just kind of emboldened me to 
to advocate for girls and, and families that this is a wonderful option for a girl and, and her family and that there are so many opportunities that Girl Scouts can provide that I, I really hope that parents will make a different choice than I did at the time. Well, yeah, you raise a really a really good point. I do think that sometimes the Girl Scouts get, gets locked into a stereotype, right? You know, they or, or they only do this or they only do this. And I don't know that everyone is aware of the huge variety of options that are available with Girl Scouts. And I would say that great that you can bring that perspective. Have you given any thought about how you might engage our, our smaller rural communities as, you, as you're getting used to your position and, and meeting everyone from all these different areas? Sure. I mean, I, I think first and foremost, it's, it's being active and involved with our troops, with our service unit. Over the next few weeks, I will continue my meet and greet sorry, at, the, at the resource centers. And then also there are many events that I've already attended. I've been to Camp Rees, I've been to service unit meetings, various ceremonies, reinvestitures, uh, this on top of the meet and greets. And so I, I feel like just being out and about and visiting with girls and, and troop leaders and families is really the best way, whether it's rural or suburban. I know that, you know, we, we serve very different communities, but I do think communication is is key regardless of where you live. And so that's really been a huge factor for me and in any position I've served in is really making sure that that families know that I'm actively listening and uh, I want to be aware of their needs and opportunities that that they are willing to create with us. I think co-creation is really key to the success of Girl Scouts. I want to make sure that I foster that and it flourishes amongst our council. So do you have any stories to share of, with families that you've met that have uh, encouraged you to uh, think more uh, broadly about uh, some of the ideas that you have for the organization? Sure. So I think first and foremost, and you've already heard a little bit about it, is really in some cases reestablishing connections with school district as we emerge from COVID and, and our world has changed. In some cases, it's building new connections that that really have never existed with school districts. But I think ultimately, regardless of where you live or work or what, you know, what your family looks like, COVID changed somewhat, everyone in some way. My, I guess, short-term goals are really to reestablish those school district relationships and, and not just in the sense of using school space for an evening meeting, but really trying to express school administrators and teachers and parents that Girl Scouts is very unique in the sense that female leaders, as we build future female scientists and engineers and writers, Girl Scouts offer so many unique opportunities that are aligned with state standards, help address the gaps that emerged through COVID, the, the learning loss that emerged from COVID, to help build mental health programs within schools, within communities. I think there's there's a perception out there, and I understand uh, that Girl Scouts sell cookies. That perception is true, but there's so much more that our girls and our, our organization can offer to schools and communities. Um, so my, my goal really is to spread that message and to help educate, no pun intended, uh, school superintendents and school principals and, and the parents of school-aged children and what Girl Scouts can provide. Right, right. So yeah, the um, one of our new badge paths for this year is 
finance, coupling that with the entrepreneurial pursuits, um, right, that selling the cookies, there's a lot more to that activity than just, you know, getting people to buy cookies and, and get money. There's, uh, there's a whole program built around that that is really enriching and unique. Too was really extending that school day and addressing areas that quite often are, are, are not on the plate of the teacher and very understandably so. You know, as, as we look towards the future, we're really only adding items uh, the, of education to a, a teacher's plate. Um, I think it's difficult for parents to juggle everything that kids are excited to do, kids are asked to do. Families are very, very busy. So Girl Scouts can really support those areas that maybe aren't top of the list for a teacher. Maybe it's maybe it, you know, to to offer things like personal finance and to offer STEM activities that encourage girls to gain interest and knowledge in the areas of science and technology, engineering and math, mm-hmm. to build entrepreneurial skills and to get outdoors and and learn about not not just about going to camp, but but learn about nature, learn about environmentalism, learn about protecting the environment that, that they live in so that they can share it with their kids 20, 30 years down the road. And all of those things that I just mentioned are are huge strengths of the Girl Scout organization. And GSNI has incredible programming to support those areas and is very willing and, and excited to partner with community organizations, with schools, and with um, with parents to, to really build those skills amongst our girls. Just Nice Stories are filled with merchandise and multiple purchase ways for all your Girl Scout wants and needs. With holiday approaching, the GSNI retail team is excited to share festive GSNI gift-giving guide with a variety of items, all priced $10 or less. What a quick and easy way to find stocking stuffers for your favorite Girl Scout. This list includes GSUSA's newly released Trefoil Fun Binds 2. GSNI will have a copy of this gift-giving guide in our source soon. And now back to our interview with Carrie. You bring up another area that Girl Scouts has always been very conscious of and it's civic responsibility, giving back and those kind of maybe softer social skills that can help reinforce parenting efforts. I guess too that that's something that Girl Scouts provide of experiences like we were talking about that right complement the school day, provide that uh, socializing with your community. And Yes, that's correct. So Christmas, one of the things probably most popular activities is not not forgetting doing some kind of activity that incorporate folks that live in nursing homes that maybe don't have family nearby to support families that have needs Girl Scouts can answer. So, you know, doing a giving tree and the girls and the true going shopping to support local families. Like I said, visiting nursing homes, caroling, I think is happening in one of our service unit this Friday. And so I think our troop leaders do a phenomenal job of instilling good character into our girls and and sharing those various civic responsibilities with our girls. Just recently, there was something written up about one of our girls creating a project for voting. And so that's, you know, something that uh, with our older girls is incredibly important and emerging as they learn more about their future as, as an adult and what they what they find to be strong beliefs within themselves and their families. And so I, I again I think our our organization, our troop leaders in particular, do a phenomenal job of 
of instilling a sense of belonging, not only to the individual girl, but ensuring that each girl is willing to extend that feeling and ensure that the girl to their left and to their right has that feeling of belonging as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. Shared life experience is really valuable. The awareness of the higher awards that Girl Scouts can pursue. And I wondered if you've given any thought to how you can elevate that pursuit and that that level of uh, accomplishment. Sure. Uh, this has been an ongoing discussion over the past, I would say, probably six weeks as we prepared for a recent conference that a group of us attended and exhibited at the the leadership awards that girls can earn was definitely a very integral part of the conversation and actually was one of our larger marketing pieces that we shared. So I absolutely agree the the, the need to share the wonderful opportunities that girls have to earn leadership awards, but then it goes far beyond that. When when those awards are earned, what kind of access it can help them achieve in a in a job, if they're going to college scholarship opportunities, if they choose to serve in the military, what the various branches find to be important amongst the leadership awards. We actually, uh, at this conference that we were attending and exhibiting at, we were near an army recruiter and they, that group of recruiters, recruiters mentioned multiple times how highly impressed they are by girls that join the army that have worked very diligently and over you know a series of months to a year to organize and prepare and obtain funding and implement huge projects all on their own uh, leading leading projects that um, you know many adults have never done and so I kind of walked away from that conversation really blown away at, at how highly these large national organizations look at the gold award. And so I do think that we do a good job. I always have thought in, in whatever position I've been in, Girl Scouts or, or prior, that there's always room for improvement. And so I do think that not only should we continue doing what we are doing as far as advocating and sharing and promoting, but um, we need to do more. We need to make sure our parents of our girls know. I think our troop leaders have a really good grasp, but how do we better support those girls and troop, le- troop leaders working to obtain, earn the awards? So that's definitely on the docket of, of something to continue to look at and improve upon. Thank you for listening to episode eight. There is a lot going on in our council. Cookie season is upon us. Be sure to check out our website for all the news and important dates and support with cookies. We here at GSI are so very grateful for our friends, supporters, and community of friends. We wish you the warmest of holiday seasons. We look forward to talking to you next year. Bye, Girl Scouts.